Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Dr. Angela Maruni. She is a retired dentist turned branding expert, sought after speaker, and best-selling author. Angela, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me, Christopher. It's nice to be here. So we talked just prior to this starting, and I'm always fascinated by people that have interesting stories. Whether in your case, you're talking to me about your father and his, the, the people that, what are they called again? The people on the horse? <laughs> RCMP. RCMP. And it stands for? Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Usually Americans know them as Mounties. Yeah. And even though I don't know about that, and, but I thought <laughs> I would, but you also talked to me about weather patterns <laughs> and whatnot, but I'm sharing this with our guests because there are two types of teachers, mentors, and coaches that I've met, worked with, and invested in. There are the linear teachers who I remember one guy, I was a singer songwriter at one point and I said, Hey, Michael, I want to learn this song. And he's like, Oh, sorry, I, I can teach you that, but here's a 10 week program. And, and this, this is, what I need you to do. I'm like, but, but I just want to learn this one song. He's like, no, I'm sorry. I don't do that. So he's more of a linear speaker because he had his business model and whatnot. And then I had a guy named Frederick from Sweden. And when I said, Hey, Frederick, I want to learn this song. And not only did he teach me that song with his exponential mindset, he taught me about life. And I say that because you're like that too, where I don't even know what you coach on. Like, yes, I know you said you're a branding expert, but when you have this ability to share your story about you being a former dentist, which takes training, you talking about your father, you talking about Canada, you talking about weather patterns. And I haven't even talked about your actual expertise for our listeners, just so you know that when you look for coaches and experts, quote unquote, you want to find those that aren't linear teachers, but exponential. So Angela, thank you for being an example of an exponential thinker. But let's talk about this. How did you go from a retired dentist to a brand expert? It's not something I often see. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it kind of came out. Of, it came out of necessity because when I got injured um, and had to retire from dentistry pretty much overnight, I had to really figure out what I could contribute to the world. Because I, I really, for thirty years, I had wanted to be a dentist. I wanted to be a dentist since I was two, and so the idea of not having a drill in my hand and me able to contribute to the world that way was <laughs> seriously. Sorry, I don't I don't that sounds weird, but yeah. <laughs> it is where my head was at, and so. Uh, when I looked back at what I'd been through with my practice, I'd been some, through some really rough times. I went through the global financial crisis as a brand new baby owner. And what I discovered was, well, all these wonderful things that I'd been through and also all these awful things I'd been through had to be useful to apply to the world somehow. So I decided to um, enter the world of business coaching for dentists. And to try to get myself noticed for that, I ended up using social media. And so I built out my coaching company very quickly because of my social media. And then people started to say, well, could you do social media for me? Because you've gone from like zero followers to like 15,000 industry followers in a year and everyone knows your name all of a sudden. So is that possible to transfer to me? So that's where Unleashing Influence came, um, came to life. And so now I work not only in the dental world, but I work with entrepreneurs in all different kinds of industries, helping them to really get noticed for how amazing they are help them to develop out their businesses in a level that they can't do as just a solopreneur and really help them to unleash their potential into the world. Angela, that's great because 
so many people ask me, I, I both speak for a living, I've been doing this for 20 years, I used to work for American Express on Wall Street, and then those ask me, Christopher, how do you actually get paid to be a speaker? And one of the most important things is you have to have an expertise or a perceived expertise that people want. Now, in your case, you were really niche with dentists, and the thing is, I have a client who is a former doctor. He got tired of the hours, and so he decided to help other doctors understand how to retire with financial freedom, freedom by leaving medicine. And it seems like an almost oxymoron where some people think medicine is very lucrative, which it can be, but in his case, he got tired of the hours, the inflexibility. So he has a very specific niche of working with doctors and now he's broadening his, his different uh, audience, just like what you're doing. So for the listeners, hopefully they take you as an example, Angela, about how to do things. Now, let's talk about branding because literally people often ask me, Christopher, you've been paid up to $30,000 for your speeches? I'm like, yes. And it comes down to your brand. Some people project themselves as a, a Honda slash Walmart brand. Nothing wrong with those brands, by the way. But if you want like Tiffany, Ritz-Carlton, Waldorf Astoria prices, you have to focus on your brand. Now, in your case, when did you realize, okay, I understand putting down the drill, but you're picking up this expertise. Why branding? Because I know that social media is one thing, but that's like tactical, but branding is macro. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because I didn't really realize that branding was something I was really good at until the pandemic hit, to be honest, this recent <laughs> pandemic. And I was like, oh, when I look back at what I had done the previous decade, I had created five different brands in different industries and they were all remarkable. They were all memorable. They were all ones that stood out from other people who were doing similar things. And so then I was like, okay, the social media thing that I'm doing is way beyond just doing social media. This is actually developing out personal brands. This is helping people to, to be able to communicate to the market what they're really about more than just being like, oh, I'm just going to throw some posts up and you know, yeah. hope for the best here. Well, again, from tactical to, to the actual macro. So can you give us an example of when you said you had these five different brands? Can you give us one specific example of that brand and what specifically do you feel that stood out? Well, one of my brands was actually a dance company. Um, I've danced professionally since I was a dentist. And so when I <laughs> retired, of course, I have <laughs> <laughs> competed internationally. I've won many championships. And when I decided, when I was forced to retire from dentistry and decided to sell my practice, I was like, well, I need a break from the dental world and decided to build up my dance company, which to the dental world seemed really weird because some of them didn't know that I had danced professionally for quite a long time. Uh, but for the people that dance world, they're like, oh, this totally makes sense. So during the oil crisis in 2015 was when I started building that dance company. And there wasn't a need for a new dance company, but I had a different history of experience. I didn't, I had different training than the other people who were running companies. And I had a different approach to providing dance education. So I just decided I was going to do it and level up what was being contributed in our community and we were the second biggest dance company for Latin in our city within six months. So it was interesting to be able to, again, during another economic crisis, be able to build out a brand that had people wanting to come to us. Like we had full classes. We had people waiting to get into class and it shouldn't have happened because the market appeared to be saturated, but I was able to create something that was unique that attracted eyes and attracted dancers who want to be in our classes and be able to experience the education that we could provide. That's great, Angela, but, but how? Like, let's say I started this GPS program where I teach people how to become a keynote speaker or online coach. And so I literally posted a flyer, but on that flyer, there was a certain marketing copy, there's a sense of persuasion, there's a really cool picture, and then there was a follow-up. So it's, I'm crystal clear on how within a year we had clients in over 
10 plus countries. So for you, what, what specifically did you do? I mean, did you use LinkedIn or, or Facebook or did you have a certain knack for words? What specific things did you, did you share to make your, your, your dance company stand out? For the dance company, we actually used Facebook. And that is for an artistic company, that one makes sense. Um, so what we did, we just started putting out events. People weren't really doing this in our community. They weren't creating events where they could invite people from the community to attend them. So we weren't actually spending any marketing dollars on it. It was all organic. Um, I had a reputation on stage already so people knew who I was. So when they got an invitation to be a friend or they got an invitation to an event and they saw it was put on by me, that allowed people to be attracted into it. So that one was grown completely organically. Um, yeah, well, let, let's just dive into that one point because we only have a few minutes. It's just for our listeners, again, I always want to give them these takeaway take points, right? So first of all, reputation is huge. If, if you don't have a good reputation, they're not going to come. So again, you say it so matter-of-factly, but I want to just reference that. So reputation is one thing. But then you said something that you did something different. The very word outstanding means do you stand out. So that takes courage and boldness. So again, listeners, you have to stand out. And lastly, when you have live events, you clearly are a very genuine, expressive person. So you're very engaging and we're all human beings. We have to be connected. So just having live events immediately just puts you in the front of the line, allows you to cut the line. So those three things I want our listeners to really hopefully learn from you, Angela, which is create a reputation that people want to learn about, have things that stand out, which is having an actual physical event. And then lastly, when you're there, you have to be engaging. Again, you do these things that are seemingly easy, but I, I meet people all the time. They sound like this, Angela, and they say that they're excited and they want me to be involved with their, I'm like, you just sound like you fell asleep. And I'm not saying you have to be this animated guy like Tony Robbins is always, always, always amped up. You have to have an intention in your voice and you clearly do. So Angela, Thank you so much for being on our podcast. How can our guests listen to you, learn from you, watch you dance, maybe see some dental videos? Who knows what you can do because you're such a, a cornucopia of, of experience. How can our guests connect with you? The best way would be through the Unleashing Influence social media company. So they can send an email to info at unleashinginfluence.com or visit the website unleashinginfluence.com. Angela, thanks again. Have a great day. My pleasure. You as well. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.